from the dimly lit basement studio in the middle of America, it's the Pop Culture Nation Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Pop Culture Nation. I am Matt. I am Mark. And I'm Ben. And we're here to bring you a brand new episode. News and notes. A little sparse this week, fellas. A little <laughs> sparse. <laughs> okay. I looked at, uh, you know, what was... Uh, what was new and going on the last couple of days that was newsworthy? And uh, let me tell you, it wasn't much. <laughs> yeah. No, there hasn't been much. It was uh, a little bit sparse. But uh, Suicide Squad is out. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I can't talk about it, but man, do I want to. <laughs> I'm watching did it tonight. You, well, do, can you can't even say if you liked it or not? I, I did like it. I did okay. Like it. One of the uh, <laughs> one of my notes <laughs> pretty early on in the movie is, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Uh, Batshit crazy. Well, that's... but in a good way. Yeah, it uh, definitely feels like a James Gunn film. That's mm. for sure. yeah, as soon as I, as soon as we're done with this, I'm heading there for that. I, uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Full review on Cinema Spin, is, and, and hey, if you're an American Gigolo fan, tune in for that too. Because it <laughs> wow. will, will not disappoint. <laughs> what, what, what it's a, a hell of a combo. What, I was gonna say, what a combo there. <laughs> I know, pretty pretty sad, but. <laughs> That's what, uh, when the random gives you uh, American Gigolo, who am I to, to scoff? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, on my list, I did have their new batch of uh, Netflix, uh, the Netflix series, The uh, Movies That Made Us, came out. I don't know if it's a couple weeks old or whatever, but they did um, uh, Forrest Gump, Back to the Future, and um, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I caught the uh, Back to the Future one because my wife was watching it, and... Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, if you if you're if you like behind the scenes on that, that's mm-hmm. it's definitely worth a look. The Forrest Gump one, as much as I was always a Forrest Gump fan, I did learn some things from it. Mm-hmm. I hear the I hear the good one is Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not watched it yet, but apparently there's uh, a lot of the backstory in that behind um, developing the computer animations mm-hmm. and and the oh. old guard with the stop motion, mm-hmm. realizing that uh, they were not long for this world, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, whenever you hear like Spielberg talk about it, it was always like a pretty smooth transition. Oh, we saw this, we liked it, we did it, but apparently there was a lot more to it. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to watching that. But mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, I knew those were a thing. I haven't watched any yet. Um, it's it's definitely on my list of things to do. I'll have a lot of free time here coming up. So, uh, <laughs> But not till after you do a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. <first. laughs> um, let's see, what else I have on my list? Uh Coming to uh, Amazon Prime today is uh, the Val Kilmer documentary. Um, I've not watched it yet. I have, have planned on watching it tonight, but uh, I'm excited about that. There's some some things I've heard about that are in it that seem really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm a Val Kilmer fan. I've always found the guy kind of interesting, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Well, he he claims to be misunderstood, so I guess you'll figure out if he is or not. Mm-hmm. He tries to make that case. Um, the last thing is, uh, Ben and I did a little challenge. <laughs> um, I asked him the other day if if he could make me watch anything that I that uh, I wanted. He wanted me to. What would it be? So he is in other words. Let me get let me get this straight. Ben picks something. That for, you that he wanted to you to watch. Yes. And th- this is something that you recommended that he would like? It's or just something that you thought, I want you to see this? Well, it's something he's talked about for a long time. Both. Okay, okay. It's yes. something that okay. I've never gotten around to it. watching. Okay. And I, in turn, gave him something to watch. Okay, so I'm waiting. So Ben gave me uh, the series The Last Airbender, at least the beginning of it. Oh, you've talked about that many times. Uh, yeah. Nickelodeon show from yes. about, what, 
ran for three years. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I watched the first three episodes. Um, I did a little bit of research. Apparently, the first season is not not the best of the seasons, but it, it isn't. I mean, people just love this show. I mean, just the ratings. Well, I know it's got a big fan. The following. ratings for this show are just like you know unbelievable. So I watched the first three episodes. Um, <laughs> it. I have no issue at all with the with the story. The story seems to be cool. There's just sometimes it dips into kitty dumb pretty hardcore. It's a kid show, and that's kind of hard. <laughs> I mean, and, and and hard though. I mean, like right. You know, some slapstick stuff. You know, some anime-type kitty stuff that we don't see in the States as much. Right. Well, Pokemon um, was always pretty juvenile. Yeah, and I didn't watch but a lot of it. I don't think that, that's well, there's no comparison there. No, though. I don't think so. I think this is probably, quality-wise, um, better than that. I did watch... What's the animation? I mean... The animation in the first season doesn't seem to be up to par with the... With the I watched a little bit of... The, I, I just turned on... What I, what I wanted to see is I turned on a little bit... An episode from the middle of the third season... But not early enough. I didn't want to like spoil anything. I only watched like you know, sure, a couple minutes. I wanted to see if the animation was a little different, and I also wanted to see if the kids got a little older. They don't get much older because the whole story takes place over a year. Yeah, they seem to be a little. I don't know. The, the art change more mature. The art changes <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, yes. And I think it is better by season three. The, the animations are not by no means horrible or bad or anything no, like that. I They're just not anything spectacular mm -hmm. and the little bit i watched the season three seemed like it was it was it was they put more money into it more frames more animations you know yeah um i, I wouldn't disagree you with may that. not notice if you're watching it back to back which was, i did yeah but yeah i i um i i i didn't uh i think i'll watch a little further at least i i, I don't know that uh i don't know what point you people seem to get hooked up on it when you, know? you when you said well i'll watch the first couple i was like Mm, that's that's not going to do it. Well, I know. I mean, <laughs> I, I knew that was going to be hard to have be, for it to be a like challenge. I wonder. I mean, people seem to just you know mm -hmm. seem to get moved by this thing, and I just wonder what at what level that at what point that that is. The so the first season is really a lot about introducing you to the main characters and the setting up your and, concepts, right? Um, it, 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 but it's really, I mean. They, you know, they're all pretty much self-contained little stories with a, uh, you know, this overarching uh, mission, you know, in the back. It's, it's all leading towards that. Uh, but it's really developing the main characters, and they they do introduce more as you go. But, uh, yeah, man, the first ones, they're, they're, they're kind of silly. Um, and... If the only reason I even made it through those is because I just sat down and just watched them for just several hours, and you know, and you'd watch them before the kids came around. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I watched them before they watched them. Let's put it that way. They they had been born, but they weren't you know right. They weren't they watching weren't anything like that. Yet. Right. Um, but yeah, no. But once you get start getting towards the end of the first season, I think it uh, the tone definitely starts changing just a little bit. Uh, into more of what you're going to see throughout the, uh, you know, the rest of the series. Some of the villains are a little cartoony, and they're, you know, you just want to smack them because <laughs> they're kind of punky. Uh, they um, are, they are. Um, but um, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch at least the first season and see if it war I warm up to it any more than I did. But uh, I definitely don't think it's. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything. I, there's nothing I thought was bad about it at all. I just. Uh, um, 
It hasn't grabbed you yet. I don't quite see the fascination at this point, but I mean, I'm not well, there yet. I guess. As Ben said, apparently, you, I mean, think the about first it. season is just all you know fluff to get to the where well, you need to get to the good stuff. Well, right, and, you, and I mean, and the concept is is pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't have I don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the episodes are short. I, I've watched three episodes, but I've only I'm only I've only got an hour and ten minutes right. in, invested so far. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, it's um, we'll update you on the. Uh, airbenderness of uh... <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm looking forward to having more conversations about it um i, I hope you do end up uh, being excited about it it's uh, uh i just i love that show <laughs> and uh i uh, i tagged ben with watching uh, the the pilot episode of uh, ozark which ozark, i consider so. to be one of the wackier hours in the history of television okay. yeah so i watched it um probably Two hours after you said watch it, I was uh, up at the <laughs> up at the store when you called, and we talked about it. And after dinner, I sat down and I watched Ozark, uh, the first episode, pilot episode. Um, it was interesting. Um, so I want to watch more of it, but I had a really tough time getting into it because I don't like any of those characters. Are you supposed to? I don't know. I'm not well, seeing the show. You no, know, this is this is the the my Breaking Bad issue, right? Is I don't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I the difference with I guess Ozark for me is I do like Marty. I think he's a genius kind of. Um, I get what they're going with. He there. has a way of really being able to um get out of trouble a lot. Right. That that's fascinating. Or move on to the next thing, I guess, is, is uh, um, the, the the breakout stars are probably not apparent from watching the pilot. <laughs> the second episode is, is, is really where it sets up, you know, because they just they don't get to Ozark till the end of the episode. Right, and, right. You know, th- I think the appeal of the of the pilot is just how just freaking bananas it is. Yeah, it was bananas. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I I didn't know. I really didn't know anything about it. I knew that you liked it, and I knew there. I think three seasons of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't. It had never been on my radar. I hadn't looked anything up. I knew it had Jason Bateman in it. That's all I knew about it. Was it was took place in the Ozarks and it had Jason Bateman. Uh, Bateman. So. Um, I think it's interesting, and I am going to watch more. Um, I just, I have a really tough time getting into shows where none of the characters appeal to me at all. And, and I know what you said, you know, the main character, Marty, is supposed to be this really smart guy, genius, and, and I, I got that. See, <sighs> Laura, yeah. Laura Linney's character really becomes a force in that too. Really, and she doesn't. You know, she's just the wife in the first episode. She's usually right. very good in anything she does. Yeah, for the most part, I would yeah, agree. I, with I that. mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not really a, a thing saying that you know people weren't good. It's just their characters were despicable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know what you're saying. Um, here, um, Julia but Garner, who plays the little blonde, she's not in it much. She's really the standout. Is that the daughter? No, she's the uh, one of the Langmores, the bad, the bad family. Oh, I'm, I'm. She's in it for you know a minute. Okay. She's one of the. She's really the standout character of the show. Really. She's the one who's won three Emmys or whatever, and she's barely on the pilot. You know, <laughs> that's that's 
all, all the pilot does is get them there, but it's just so crazy that I just thought you'd, you'd have to watch it. Yeah, no, I'll watch it, and I, I am going to watch it more. When people, when, when people who you think might be main characters die with like in the first ten minutes of the movie, it's something you know that's just a movie the, TV uh, show. The the part that really stood out to me was when he is going to confront her at at the uh, uh, the lover's oh, place uh, oh, at the apartment. And he's walking in, the dude just falls down right in front of him. He turns around and just walks back to the car. Yeah, that's. Uh, I remember thinking, "Holy crap! This show means business." At that point, yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll see what happens from there. I'll uh, we'll update you on on our status on that. I'm gonna let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Introducing Cinema Spin, a movie podcast with a random twist. On each episode of Cinema Spin, we review two movies: one new movie that is either in theaters or just released on streaming, as well as a movie selected completely at random by what we call the retro movie machine. We never know what we're going to get. Cinema Spin. New episodes weekly, wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, we're back on Pop Culture Nation for a second segment. And in that segment, we're doing something very special today. (laughs) It's guilty pleasures of pop culture. That's right. We're going to get down to it. What things are you almost embarrassed to admit well, that you I am like? Embarrassed with some, of these. Some, some of these I'm I'm cool with. I can yeah, live with. I some of too. these I, I wouldn't tell certain people, but here no. I'm going to tell everybody. Oh my yeah, to the open public. Yeah. Should I start? Well, well you, you're ahead, the host. Start. My yes, stupid I think, topic. I think I'll start. You, you're going to lay this on the line. Let's go ahead and let All you right. start first. Yeah. Here's a movie I like. Okay, and I really can't defend it. Okay, I, I, you know it's funny that you because I feel the same <laughs> way about some of the ones that I picked. Uh, the cheerleading movie, Bring It On. Oh, it's great. I've I've always liked that movie. Never seen it. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's just kind of fun for some reason. It's uh, it's dumb, sort of sexist now in a lot of ways. Um, there's some things in it that aren't that appropriate by today's standards. Um, but it's just a fun movie. So why do you like about it? cheerleading? Um, what is it about? It I in particular? don't know. I really can't. I, I if, that's why I thought. Why do I like that movie? It just kind of flows. There's some funny stuff. There's some good comedy. Um, it's about a school that's, you know, uh, basically, uh, the deal is they, they're, they're the champion cheerleaders of the state mm-hmm. and their football team's terrible, you know, so okay. everybody comes to the games to see the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a story that's kind of interesting because it's about, um, th- this all white school who's been champions. They find out that, uh, one of their, their leading cheerleaders have always stolen their routines from one of the black inner city schools. Okay. And um, there's a showdown between, you know, they 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 find out this this cheerleader played by um, Kirsten Dunst. She's head cheerleader this year, mm-hmm. and she realized she never knew that they, their their cheers were stolen. She mm-hmm. just thought that they came up with that stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're confronted by the the black school, and they realize that uh, they stole everything. Everything that they've accomplished is kind of a fraud. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, you know decide well this year we're going to do it for real and uh the inner city school is also a a, a competing school when they go to one of the competitions or whatever and um they hire a guy to come in and (laughs) and you know make them a new new system and who's the guy you know i don't remember i can't remember his name name. uh, yeah is it a well-known person no no no. he's a character character actor actor. you've seen him before he turns out to be kind of a fraud and and, uh teaches him something that he sells to everybody so they go to the one of the tournaments and 
five teams are doing the same mm-hmm. same routine. Right. Okay. Um, so it's a little funny there, and it's humor, and you know, there's a little bit of a teenage yeah. love story in there, and I don't know. It's just one of those things yeah. that I kind of always. It yeah, just, I get it. I no, I get it. Movie. Well, I think the reason why that movie works is because the it's a movie about teenagers. It is, but the angst is to the absolute minimum. I mean, it, it, yeah, there's it, not a lot of uh, that kind of stuff. Right. It's it's lighthearted through the whole movie. It doesn't it doesn't take itself seriously but it's uh and it's a little bit about empowerment of people too yeah. it's it's you know people gain confidence and that's you know right um there's not a lot of negativity and even the the, the bit of romance that's in it is very minimal at, right. at the most it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not like can't hardly wait where it's about the whole thing's about the ugly girl can't get a date for the prom till she takes her glasses <laughs> off and everybody realizes she's oh, beautiful. I didn't know that was okay. Yeah, I've, I've seen that film. Is that like time. a Rachel Lee Cook movie or I something? I believe so, yeah. Can't Only Wait was that? Or was it, I don't know. I, I could I, have the I, name you know, mixed up. See, you They've made that now. movie a lot of times. Yeah. The, uh, I, I've never watched that, but I watched Not Another Teen Movie, which I know was a big part of that was a spoof on that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The girl that nobody will date because she's got glasses on, but then the minute she takes... Oh. And she's knockout, yeah. I totally see her in a different yeah, light right. now. Yes, of course. <laughs> her inner beauty shows through. Okay, so bring it on. Bring it on. That's, a, that's okay. a movie, and that was my first on the list. Okay. Do you want to go ahead, Ben, or should I just go ahead? I'll go. Okay, go. So mine uh, first one is also a movie, and it is a sequel. It is Conan the Destroyer. The sequel to Conan. I love that movie. More I, than the first one? No, I didn't say that. Um, I just love that. It was the first one I watched. I, I could not watch the original Conan when it first came out because, you know, there's sex scene and orgy scene. Oh, they and wouldn't stuff let like you. That. And you were too young at I the time. I was too young at the time. Um, but we could get by <laughs> I'm with... I'm not subjecting myself to that. <laughs> we could get by with uh, Conan the Destroyer. And um, I talked about high fantasy and stuff. I, I really enjoy that stuff. Um. I fully acknowledge that it is a poor movie, but I will watch it every time it's on, and I'll rewind it and yeah. watch certain parts of it over and over again. I've I've always liked that movie. The sword play is just fun, even though it's largely dumb. I just really like it. What about what about the Red Sonja movie? Um, I'll watch that too. <laughs> I don't like it at all, but I'll sit there and I'll watch it just because of the characters you know, it, that are in it and what it should be versus what it turned out to be. Red Sonia is that's kind of like she was the hot person at that time, mm-hmm. Brigitte Nielsen, and she was not. And you know, any other time in history, they'd have made that movie. It wouldn't have been her, but they made it at that time. And Brigitte and Nielsen she, was yeah. on the rise at that and, time. And um, she's not Red Sonja to me. No, she's not. But, uh, the, yeah. You know, I, I've always been I, kind of a... Who would they Not the movie them? so much, but I like Conan stuff. I just was curious as to who, who you think would be, would be a good person to play that role. <sighs> I mean, there's so many to think of. Because I don't think... Um, I don't know. Rose Bridget- McGowan was trying to make that movie for a while. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Now that's an interesting uh, choice. That's an interesting yeah. choice. Anyway. Um, yeah. That'd be a tough. That'd be a tough one. Yeah. That'd be that'd be tough. I because I, you think about uh, how old would that character be? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Would you want to cast somebody who had red hair? 
Yeah, well, the pro- that, if it's red sauce, or would you just die? I see, the you know? problem is you're right, exactly. Because if, if you don't, you know, then you're or limited, on a, like on you're a, Jessica Chastain's or a and stuff bad like that. wig. <laughs> is but, it my uh, turn? Yeah, I guess it is. Okay, I want to pick a genre that I like, and I've almost genre. like a genre, and I like almost all of them. However, I like more that some more than others, and there are some that I don't really particular. And that's '70s disaster films. Oh, I love them all. <laughs> the Swarm. This oh, that is Earth- classically Earth- bad. Earthquake. Earthquake. I just watched that recently. The Towering Inferno. Yeah, I've seen that one many times. They're all of them. I've seen. I love them all. My favorite, of course, is going to always been the Poseidon Adventure. Although, well, that's the granddad. Well, that's the all. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's you know, Shelley Winters dying of a heart attack there after she swims. So, <laughs> you know what? Though, you know, that's that's, <laughs> that's the one that people seem to really have like a, a legitimate affinity for. You know, not just the genre, but it's, people seem to really like that. And movie. I know they, the, but a lot of people pick Towering Inferno too. And Inferno goes on way too long. I've it's never a, seen it. It it's a it's it's a long movie, and the best character in it and was McQueen. What about Airport? Airport is the interesting thing about Airport is it is kind of the granddaddy, the starting out point of all disaster films in the seventies. It really is the accident, the thing that develops on the plane doesn't happen until really the like last. A, it's really just a thirty day minutes in the of the life movie. The airport. It's right. It's a day in the life yeah. in, the, in the airport on a plane, and then it doesn't really pick up. Until the so what what makes that genre that genre? I have no clue. Some sort of catastrophic. I just the idea of seeing all these famous people trying to struggle through the life at the bottom (laughs) of the poster, a line of stars. I love that. (laughs) I mean, I love that. If you you can explain to me why the hell Fred Astaire is in the Tower and Towering Inferno (laughs) and lives, by the way. But he is one of the most useless characters in the history of movies. <laughs> well, that's not true. I mean, in that movie, well, yeah. I don't mean him. I mean, I mean in that movie. Oh, yeah, because his character doesn't do anything. Well, really. he's there to he's there to romance the old lady and try to steal the money exactly. from her, and you know, and he, basically, there's a reason why he's in there, and that is because of Helen Hayes in the original Airport. She won Best Supporting Actor for playing this little, little sweet little old lady who was basically a stowaway. So it was kind of like. They were looking for that type of character for <laughs> right. each movie. They so had like a Poseidon Adventure. It was kind of, um, it was um, Shelley Winters, and it, that kind of character kind of plays out through a lot of those movies, you know, and in even in the Swarm. I mean, Henry Fonda has no reason to be in that movie whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you that movie. That's it. That's I've a, not seen. Oh, the swarm. it's bad. Um, but I, I it, the problem with it is, is it would be more enjoyably bad if it wasn't for the fact that it. It just goes on too long. Well, that's, I, that's, that's, the, that's big... the downside of that genre from what I've seen. Well, I, I mean, some of them clip along at a pretty good pace. I still think the Poseidon Adventure does clips along at a pretty good pace. A lot of the other ones, it's like they they there's a lot of filler time to try to get out to a two or three, two and a half hour, three of movies. In the Towering movie. Inferno, there's, that's a, a, there's a lot of waiting for the building to actually catch fire. Well, yeah. And then they, they always want to try to establish the characters. And it's like, what do you want to establish the characters for in a disaster film? You just want to see these people go up in a pall of flame. Or, you know. Yeah. I, I just, I just love them all. And I, um, I'm the only, there's only one that I have not seen and that's airport 79 airport the, 79. The, I remember the, that being on TV. The, the Concord. Oh yeah. yeah. The Concord. Yes. Apparently the president's wife is on board and she's done something wrong. That's got somebody upset. And so they're going to try to shoot it down. I remember they, they, them promote, you know, like the 1230 movie airport and they'd show like that scene yeah. where the 747 breaks the glass of the airport. You know? <laughs> 
I, I one more thing I'll say about this is maybe I have seen that one. You're right about the the or you've the, seen Airplane. You're right about the movie. There you go. You're right about the movie posters. That's one of the other things I like. I, I collect old movie posters, and I love '70s disaster films. Yeah, they always. It's got that line. Those lines of those poor people at the bottom there, looking all, I don't know, grungy and like you know. Most of these people will are, die. You've heard of all these people, and most of them are going to die. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. So it's back to you now. All right. Here's another one I can't defend. Okay. I got those two, so I've got. I like Beverly Hills nine. I mean Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero, the original series or the new one. The original. Okay. Well, you grew up when that was a big show. True, but it was kind of I don't know, not great. Well, I know. (laughs) It's one of those things, you know. Well, honestly, the funny thing is about about the show when the, the show when it first came on. I actually didn't start watching it until later when they were in college. They graduated the high school already. Uh-huh. And uh, I actually think it's better then. I think the show's actually less boring, less about the teen um, problem of the week. Okay. You know, like, uh, you know. Well, it's a little more fantastic when they're doing it well, in high school. Well, the, yeah, but I mean, the it's, like, it's like, oh, the well, one kid's going to kill, you know, this one's about suicide. This one's about drugs. This one, you know. But let's be honest. TV in general, especially... I mean, when cable started introducing shows and not just movies, that kind of raised the bar for everybody, the production value, and, and TV shows, I would say, got better across the board. I'm not saying they're all great, but, you know, they, they started getting better. But back then, I, I don't think there were a lot of good TV shows. I think there was TV shows that maybe appealed to you or Mark or me for whatever reason, but I think we could say that a lot of them were not good. Well, you know, it's funny when you're talking about that type of material, which is basically soap opera material, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Dynasty wasn't any good. No, but I remember watching it. Yeah, a lot and of people Dallas. Did. Dallas, I watched. Oh my, God, you know, yes. my parents was into. I was into it, even as a little kid. And it was, you know, it's nothing more than a soap opera. It's not sure. good. Yeah, but uh, you know, sometimes you just get caught up in characters and following. Well, there's something that and, yeah, and I, I know. What and, you mean. and sometimes it's there's just no reason why you get caught up in this one, or you know, it's like you watch a couple episodes and then all of a sudden. Oh, that's on tonight. I guess I'll watch it because I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and I've, tr- you know, there's been a lot of shows that are very similar to that. I've tried. Not, I wouldn't say tried to get into, but I've seen and, and didn't get into. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you know, like Dawson's Creek. I've I've seen that. I've not watched it religiously no, by the imagination. Yeah, because that's definitely episodes. another one of those teen soap operas. Yeah, yeah, it's a very similar type of show, but. Um, didn't get caught up in it, but yet I I can. Let me I, grew out of it. Though. I can tell you uh, an unfair amount of uh, trivia about uh, nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, I I'll be honest. I don't think un- I've seen. I haven't seen one episode. I mean, yeah. I know some of the characters, but I I I don't wouldn't be able to tell you anything about any of what they well, did. I, and I'd be fine if I was that way too. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Ben Stern? So, um, for me. This is kind of in the genre. I have a couple that kind of fall in the genre thing as opposed to one specific. The uh, Pretty much any of these movies that my daughter watches that has a lot of singing in it, I will sit down. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Disney, a lot of the Disney movies are like you that. You mean Not, the animated no, ones? No, I mean like the live action. Oh, the newer uh, ones. Like, yeah, like, you know, The Descendants or... Oh, the TV the, shows. The zombies movies. They're, well, they're movies. They're not really TV shows. They're... They're thought, movies. Okay. Uh, man, 
when they sit down and they whatever music they come up with is so damn catchy in that stuff <laughs> i will just sit there and watch them just oh mindlessly it's horrible but yes i i, I actually do enjoy is there them. a favorite and then you get the song uh, stuck in your head you know? yes yeah. the is there one in particular that you um there's a movie called zombies there's a zombies one and zombies two and they're making a <laughs> zombies three okay um but i like the first zombies the best. Well, i've never heard of this is and it's a disney it's a thing? musical yeah <laughs> okay so okay you so gotta the, tell the, us a little the, bit more about so the this. premise of zombies is they're in this perfect town sea view i think it's called sea view okay uh, there was a accident at the uh, the town's power reactor. Somebody somebody <laughs> yes. spilled an Shocking. somebody spilled an energy drink on the mysterious power source that was you know allowing all this prosperity in mm-hmm. Seaview, mm-hmm. and everybody in the vicinity of the blast got turned into zombies. And, and then they burst out into song. Well, not yet. At first, they were just your typical zombies, you know, eating brains and going crazy. Mm-hmm. But they walled them off, and the government figured out how to put a controlling band on them to regulate their impulses to eat brains. So now they're just like everybody else, except they have green hair, and, you know, they look like zombies, but not falling apart. Oh, you mean so they're like back in society. It reminds right. me of and this Warm is... Bodies, the movie yeah. Warm Bodies. Are you yeah. familiar with that? Yeah. Well, it's I, not I, a musical, though. I, I enjoy that movie, too. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so the first zombies picks up with the reintegration of the high school kids, uh, the high school zombies going to the high school with the regular kids, and you know they're put in the basement and all this other stuff, and you know the, typical they you know are gradually accepted into you know main you know mainstream <laughs> stuff. <sighs> yes, mm. you know. <laughs> When you, <laughs> when you, when you're reluctant to, uh, to let somebody into your group because you know there's no you have no good reason or because of the color of their skin that's racism, but when you suspect a zombie might go zombie again, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's just <laughs> maybe that's just practical living, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. segregating the zombies. <laughs> maybe they're I don't know. Um, the next thing I'm gonna, I'm just going to talk about a Blu-ray concert that I saw that I I don't I don't know if I'm really embarrassed to say this I mean it's not my style it's not like something that I would typically be a person who would go out and say I want to go see this but uh, I for a long it's for a story that takes too long to explain I basically have a copy of a or my partner has a copy of a concert by Pink. Oh, and it—it's the. Uh, let me see if I can get the title real quick. The title was called "The Truth About Love Tour" from Mel- Melbourne, and I was surprised just how much I was entertained by it. She's a tremendous performer. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. She puts on a hell of a show. I, and I've heard that uh, there's some editing issues. I think with this particular thing, a lot of quack, uh, cut, quick cuts that don't necessarily need to be there. But I've heard that the, there's another Blu-ray of a concert that she did before that, her Funland tour, that was even more, uh, I yeah. guess, well accepted. Anyway, the, the I know most of the songs that she sings in the, and I didn't even realize I did because yeah, she's had a crazy career. <clears throat> and and I I I have I really enjoy, I really enjoy that. I've got a lot of concerts on Blu-ray, and it's one of my favorites. Seen it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. uh, you know music like that is interesting because there are certain bands that I would never really give the time of day to and listen to it on the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But when you go watch them in concert, the show they put on, yeah, yeah, know, the music it's... is obviously an important part of it. But there's a huge stage element that goes along with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I know. I was never a fan of, and never have been of, like Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to go watch their concert, and I passed, and I just kicked myself all the time really? mm-hmm. because the show I knew afterwards was amazing and i you know found out that their shows were just fantastic friend of ours has seen alice cooper live a bunch of times and supposedly that's a great show oh Mm -hmm. i bet it is um i was just surprised by it i wasn't because it's not my i I, I was surprised about how much i really just it's not the kind of music i would ordinarily listen to nothing against her Uh, i just i was really just really pleasantly surprised by it all yeah, I've. Uh, I know, I know exactly a character, what you're saying. There's a character in there, though. The narrator, who I think is kind of obnoxious, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't really care for anything with him in it. She's actually got a newer one that I watch. Now. I watch with my wife. It's it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, is it? Uh, it came out just a few months ago. And is it, it? It's another one. You know, another one of those. But it's it does focus on less on music, but it does have a lot of concert stuff. Oh, I see more of a but it's documentary. Um, not quite as good as some of the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I, I totally see what you're saying there. All right, I'm gonna go. I got a movie here. Okay, Tom Cruise stars in All the Right Moves, high school football movie. Well, there you go, right there. And I think that's right probably there. that's probably the draw, but it's not a great movie. Um, there's some a lot of a lot of coaching and and sports cliches in it, but one thing that I've I've always admired about it is it captures a feeling that few movies have ever really done, in my opinion. And that's, like, what it felt like to, like, get on a school bus and, like, ride a couple hours to a road game. Uh, yeah. It just, you know, it was really weird because everybody's, just like, really laser-focused and, and quiet. You know, it's not it's, – it's just – it's not an environment normal to – you, know, you don't jack around on the bus to a football game. You know, it's very, very quiet. People don't talk. People try and concentrate on what they've got to do and what they've got to get done because you know football is a sport where you got a, lot, a big agenda mentally, and um, that mo- that movie does a really good job of capturing that. And there, there's a sequence that leads into this big game that they play, and and, and uh, it's it's pretty well done. There's some silly stuff, you know. All the guys in the in the team are you know thirty; they're way too old to be high school yeah. players. You know that was big big in the eighties, right? Um, and Tom Cruise is decent in the movie. Uh, Craig T. Nelson plays the coach. He's a real. <laughs> think, has he gotten typecast? In it? I was wondering. You know, he's a real asshole in this. Yeah. Um, and another th- another thing that that adds to the feel of this movie is it, is it's set in uh, rural Pennsylvania, and they shot it in rural Pennsylvania in the steel town, ta- really small steel town, and uh, it just has a feel that. Uh, they they achieve if you if the object of a movie were to achieve a feel, and that were that were all it had to do it does that it's just the things that happen in the narrative, probably are not great. That's, it's I not have, a great movie, but it stirs up. But there are great things but it about brings, it. It brings back memories for you of your football days. Yeah, and that's and well, and it's 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 probably a movie. And you that, can see, I I recognize that. I see that. You, I remember. When you that. add up the parts of the movie, the yeah. sum is less than the parts. You I, know get I mean, it. it's yeah. not. Yeah. It, it doesn't add up to something greater like some films do. So I mean, it's 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 by no means a horrible movie, but it's just not a great movie. But I I always enjoy watching it. Yeah, that, Leah, Tom- the, Leah Thompson is in it. I haven't seen that. Um, that's that and Risky Business have always been ones that uh, from Tom Cruise that I've wanted to watch, and just for reasons have never 
you know, gotten around to it. Yeah, I saw Risky Business a long time ago. It's it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my next one is uh, again another genre, um, and that is B horror movies. I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> I'll send you as well. I I, I the only thing that I wish that like VHS was still a thing and that movie stores were still a thing was to go up and just randomly go through the shelves and pull off these, oh, this looks like it'll be terrible. I'm going to take it home. Yeah. You know? Um, Did you uh, ever see a movie? I'm sorry. Uncle Sam Wants You Dead? No. I remember the- That uh, sounds uh, like something you would I love. I remember the box sure art. I would. The yeah. box art. That was brought to you by the people who brought you Jack Frost, Frost which yeah, is that, also a great- Yeah, I'm great sorry. Story. I didn't mean to interrupt you, <laughs> no. but it sounds like that might be something so you want to go look I, for. I'm sure I would. Yeah. No, I- you know, it's it, there's a big difference between going on Netflix or Amazon and trying to find something like that and walking through a movie store and, you know, because they yeah. always had them. It there's is, always like one sure copy. And yeah. uh, uh, I, I that's just, one of the things that's lost now that video stores are no longer gone <laughs> because yep, I don't think you can you can't even see movies like um so Uncle Sam wants you dead well, on there's Netflix. The, I mean, here, here, here we are again, but there's a streaming... They play on Comet. <laughs> there's a streaming service called Shudder, and all it is is horror movies. Okay, all right. Oh, um, I didn't... Okay. <laughs> See, I told you something. I didn't know that. The, uh, the marketing strategy behind <laughs> Uncle Sam wants you dead and Jack Frost... All right, we're going to put a shitty movie together, but we're going to put a lenticular co- uh, cover yes. on the box. <laughs> on the box, a <laughs> lenticular it's make cover. Rent it. it doesn't matter what the movie is. Yeah. It'll be brilliant. You can swear that Jack knife Frost is coming is right out. Hilarious. Jack Frost I is never, I don't think I ever saw Uncle Sam once you did. I haven't seen that one, but I, I know about I I did see Jack Frost. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, when I, he kills the girl in the shower. Yeah. There's, oh, that's, there's, there's that's, a, is, that's awful. There's, oh. a, there's like a, ra- a, a rape scene oh, with, yeah, the, with the yeah. carrot. With yeah. the carrot, with, yeah. With the carrot, all right. Vince going, yeah, I got to check that one out. <laughs> yeah. I hope you can find it. I don't. I don't even know where you could. I think that's that 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 Th- that movie has a following. I wouldn't doubt that because it's so. It's no chopping mall. Is there any movie. particular favorite one that you've got, Ben? That you can that oh, you really highly recommend? No, I, I <laughs> seriously, I would just pick them up, sit down, watch them. And sometimes, like on one and a half speed to get through it as quick as I could, just uh, I just want to see what happens, see okay. whatever goofy shit they come up There's with. There's a Friday Thirteenth and... knockoff I, called The Burning. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, I don't even <laughs> The Burning. It's not what I'm you think. Always... <laughs> it's not what you think. I hope not. <laughs> anyway anyway yeah i guess Uh, the one that there's actually one that i want to watch again so i guess i would have to say it's called mosquito man it's so bad is it my brother talked about one called man skeeter it wasn't that it was definitely called mosquito man (laughs) mosquito man and oh it was not good and uh i just remember at the end i remember how i remember the story in general but at the end they basically had they're in this construction site or something like this and a bunch of the scaffolding fell down and they killed the mosquito man by <laughs> turning it into a bug zapper oh wow yeah that, nice. that sounds that sounds nice yeah that sounds like a classic yeah yeah <laughs> a giant man-made band, bu- a bug zapper okay <laughs> Um, me, I'm going to pick a movie from 19, no, 2012. 
that everybody hated. Okay. Everybody hated it. I loved it. I don't even know why I loved it. It's not a great film. It's corny as all hell. And that was Rock of Ages with Tom Cruise. Oh, the musical. Yeah. Uh, that was a stage show first, it right? It was a stage show. And I, to be quite truthful, I bet the stage show is a lot more fun than the movie is. But I had fun with the movie. It's, it is, it's not a great it's film. like cover versions of, of well-known it's, songs. It's basically cover uh, versions of songs from the 80s and, and around that, or not hair band songs like that. You know, Pat Benatar, uh, Ario Speedwagon, uh, Quiet Riot, those kind of guys you know, playing that kind of music. Anyway, it's got a pretty particularly stupid storyline, but I just find myself getting involved in it. it. I think people going in expecting some kind of deep um, musical experience like uh, Les Miserables or something yeah, like that. You, you don't go that. to a movie where they're singing, hit me with your best shot. And <laughs> and trying to tie it together to a story. And trying it together <laughs> to a serious storyline. However, when uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones sings that song, it's a lot of fun. Well, you know, I mean... Really, all, and Tom Cruise all, all is a musical is is like right some at least mildly coherent way to tie the songs together. Well, right. exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I think in the past there were it was the other way around, but now more and more since the success well, that, of a lot that of type of, of music. Yeah, you right, know, right. Where you know, like when you start with like the songs of Frankie Valley, right, and, and then turn it into story, you turn it into you know? the Jersey Boys. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say one more thing about kind of on the subject that you were talking about is that I had the opportunity when I was out in Vegas to see the, uh, the Broadway or not the Broadway, the big musical version of um, Mamma Mia. Mm. And <laughs> while I didn't care for the movie at all, I was there again. I was really surprised about how much fun I had with that. So that's why I imagine that Rock of Ages would probably be a, a lot more, a lot better as a live experience than it would well, be. I think when you're talking about a live performance of, of most things, it's yeah, better. Yeah. You know, unless it's just a shoddy production, which happens. Right. Oh, I don't right. think this was a shoddy production, though. But no, I'm just, but yeah. I'm saying that when you're just there, I mean, I, I'm not a big musical fan, but, no, I, I, but yeah. seeing things in person, I'd have way more tolerance for. There's just sure. something about a live performance of If you stuff. see a live version of a musical, yeah. you would have more of an appreciation yeah, absolutely. for it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah, I, I stuff like that, I have a... Uh, I, I'm not generally a fan of... I'm not going to say musicals, obviously, you know, from what I was talking about earlier, but when they take existing songs and try to shove them into a movie, that never works for me. Uh, it, it's... It's, it's, a, ne- it's I had never worked it. for me. No, I'm not. I, I get it. Give uh, it a try. You know, um, I like musicals, um, some of them. But, you know, when the music is made for the movie, right. as opposed to trying to make a movie to around a, around a, around a bunch yeah. of unrelated songs. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I, it's, it's been done be a few times successfully, but yeah. a few times not so successfully. Yeah, it's become kind of the... Well, it's like Jersey game. Boys, like you mentioned. That was a really successful... Broadway show, Broadway but the movie show, was awful. But the movie was not. not well, because the movie didn't even try. Clint Eastwood, who by the way had directed that, didn't even bother to try to Get make over it there and sing. <laughs> 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 he didn't even bother to try to make it. You know, um, like come the, on, belt this one out. We got to move on to the next shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with that. Going. Maybe to he doesn't even like musicals. You know. Well, uh, maybe that's All why. Right. Yeah. I don't see Clint. Well, you know, he was in a musical. Yeah, yeah. Paint you, your wagon. Okay, my next one. This is this one. I'm kind of I'm kind of in, you know this is I, I'm going to put this in guilt in a guilty pleasure category because how good of a movie this is 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 debatable. I'm sure. Starship Troopers. Okay. That movie is excellent. <laughs> I hated it when I, I first saw I it, but now I appreciate I appreciate it more. I don't think it's excellent, excellent. but it is fun to watch. 
and I if you take it for what it for is. what it is, it's really supposed to be a mockery of a lot of things. Sure, it's satire, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, is the right. Word. But um, taken on its own context, there's a lot of bad stuff in. Yeah, there's a lot. There's of, a lot of kind of bad acting in it, <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, which just contributes to its excellence. That, I think so. <laughs> well, it goes back to his love of B it's films. A fun, you know? It's a fun movie to watch. I love it. Yeah, I do but too. Is it a great movie? No, no. I, I yeah. I'll agree with that. A lot of, uh, I mean, a lot well, of shooting. When I first <laughs> saw it, I hated it, absolutely hated. It, but then I didn't. But I didn't really give it a chance to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now when I now that I see, I've seen it since then. I get what they're trying to do with it more. I don't really particularly care for that director because he has a tendency no. to do that with everything he does. Right. A little over the top with everything. And um, but uh, yeah, I, I I've learned to it's really appreciate to be, that movie. It's trying to be. I've ridiculous. not seen any of the sequels, by the way. They're I, not I have not either. They're not good. Okay. All right. In fact, even the, when they brought Casper the, Van the, Dien the back, the success is not duplicated. No. Okay. No. Okay. You can't. Uh, you can't, you can't Perhaps go back they'll, again to Maybe like they'll that. make Starship. Would you like to know more? Yeah, would you, would you like to know more? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess those are based on like uh, books or uh, a comic books or something so. like But that. I don't think that they follow, like, is it Robert Heinlein? Yeah, they may just be concept only uh, stuff. Concept only. I don't really think that they follow the plots. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't think so either. But apparently, I haven't read the books. I actually kind of forgot about them until I just started talking about them. But I want to. There's, I've talked to people who have read them, and there's some really cool stuff that they get into um, in those it. books. I might have to is read it those. Robert Heinlein is I, Isaac I Asimov. Is Robert Heinlein the guy who ran Camo X? I maybe. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Um, maybe it's the same guy. I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the movie's got uh, pretty solid special effects in it. Yeah, especially for the day. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember watching that, thinking because the Star Wars prequels were coming up when that when that came out. I remember right, thinking. Right. Man, if the space stuff in the prequels looks as good as this, it's going to be awesome. Well, and then you've got the incomparable so talents mi- of only Denise. Only awesome. The incomparable talents of Denise Richards there. I mean, yeah, who yeah. can who can I don't know. She, uh, emote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's I don't what know it is. what it is, but it's emoting. We got Michael Ironside in there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. And uh, yeah. the, the Neil Patrick Harris, the young, yep. the younger um, Busey. The Busey, Busey, yes, the Jake Busey. Busey's son, right? It's, yeah. not, it's yeah. one of the Busey. Yeah, Jake Busey. I think. Yep. Yeah. Nope. I, I love that movie. I can't wait till <laughs> can't wait till my son's old enough so I can watch it with him. It's pretty um, pretty gory. Wait till they make it into a musical. <laughs> <laughs> See it at the music. Yeah, I can't wait to that number. Uh, Buenos Aires <laughs> has been blown up. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. So uh, my next one is, uh, and it's funny because I'll lead into this by saying that when my wife and I used to go to the uh, the video store, uh, we'd go buy it, uh, this particular movie, and I'd always ask her if she wanted to rent. Don't you want to watch that? Because I didn't want to be the one to pick it out and put it in the oh uh, yeah, put it in the file. Um, and then finally, after like, you know, a year of uh, asking her if she wanted to watch it and her just, no, no, that's okay. I'm like, all right, fine. So, but it's a movie called No Reservations with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Aaron Eckhart and their chefs. And it's a total, oh, yeah, I know it's a total chick about. flick. I love that movie. I do. I've never heard of it. it. It's it's really good. I like cooking shows anyway. Um, I didn't know that was the name of it, but yeah, yeah. I guess it is. And That's uh, a guilty pleasure right there. Yeah. The cooking shows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and this is you know it's just it's a typical chick flick the you know working lady has tragedy trying to overcome tragedy and meets a guy along the way and he's a great guy and you know like yada 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 yeah so um yeah that's uh and the cooking probably pulls you through any it, moments where you yeah. start and, and there's not even doubt. that much of it but uh you know there's there, I, i'll after i get done watching i'll be looking up oh what's this that i want to know what that is how do i make that i want to try oh, that you know yeah, that's cool <laughs> um and yeah. i've not seen that i never even I, I, I think I, I bet you i bet you the wife has seen that the wife has seen it yeah. <laughs> okay excuse me um i'll pick a tearjerker from 2016 called me before you Oh Ooh, my I God! I don't know that. Oh, Amelia Clark's in it. I'm familiar with the uh, and that's the, the old the title, Thrones, but I've never watched it. The Game of Thrones gal is in it, and she plays this. The, the reason why I like the movie is there's something very infectious and curious and and cute about her character, and she's just kind of a quirky kind of thing. And it's your typical thing. He falls in love with her, and she falls in love with him. And, of course, he's dying of the incurable disease. And Well, actually, he's not disease. He's actually or quadriplegic. Anyway, and um, it's, it's your typical bad romance love story where somebody's going to kick the bucket by the end <laughs> right. and kill it out the box to clean it, which I didn't do, by the way. But I still enjoyed the movie because I really, really liked her. I liked her character, and since I liked her character, I find myself getting involved with the rest of the story. Yeah, I mean, that's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. You know, I mean, it's like... That's definitely not my kind of movie to watch. Yeah. I don't really go for tearjerkers. All, I mean, it's right off the bat, it, it's, it, it is a tearjerker. Some of it comes down to the first time you saw it where you opened to it at that particular moment. Or, mm -hmm. Right. You know, there might be ten nights where you'd be like... Ugh, I'm not watching this. But the one night where you were like, yeah, what, what the, the hell, hell, man? I'll give it a try, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened to me. So, yeah, I, yeah that's my, go back to you now. I have been <clears throat> I, I, I've been there before. All right, here's here's a guilty pleasure. And this is kind of a general genre, if you will. But it's uh, early 80s synth pop. <laughs> Songs that have a uh, synthesizer for the main riff okay. as opposed to guitar. A specific one in particular? Uh, you know, like um, uh, Axel F. Well, that's 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 an exception. <laughs> you know, stuff like uh, the Top Gun theme, stuff like oh, that, yeah. Harold Faltemeyer stuff, and uh, uh, what is a good example of synth pop? I, that's I, Tears for Fears type stuff. Okay, you know, yeah. that, that that kind of uh -huh. genre, uh -huh. and kind of early '80s new wave stuff. I've always had a, kind of a a soft spot for that stuff. Hmm. I did, I have, I would have never had any idea of that. Should have kept it to myself. No, I, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not throwing vegetables. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, just I'm weirdly, weirdly nostalgic for some of that stuff. I don't. I don't know why. I, I've always liked um, some of that artificial sound mm -hmm. synth, synthesizer stuff. Well, it has an appealing sound. It, some people some hate cases. it. You know. Well, I mean, some people can't say it. it. Um, but I've always, I've always kind of dug it. Hmm. Interesting. It's a l little bit of a genre for me that. Uh, um, you might not have known that I enjoyed. One more time, we're into the breach. I'm out. Sure, you're out. You're yeah. out. Are you done too? Um, I mean, I can I do can one. one. If, I can go one more. If you I, I, go I'll one more. do one more. If you, if, I mean, just to come up with something here to talk about. Uh, I liked, and I don't know why it was a bad movie. I liked Alien versus Predator. 
the Lance Henriksen film? Yeah. Which uh, one? There's a few of them. No, no, there's actually two, but the, the it was the first one that came out. I remember when, they, well, when all they made all the big play about the early fact that they were going to put. I was so you know, I was so pissed walking out of there. I movie. know, I know a lot of people, <laughs> and I get that, and I get that. I get a lot of people were incredibly disappointed in it. That it blew a lot of potential. It wasn't there, and yet I didn't well, walk into it with absolutely the, no expectations, expecting to absolutely hate it. And it is. It's dumb. There's a lot of logic loopholes. Characters shouldn't act the way that they do. I still liked it. Had I not That's... read the Dark Horse comic series, yeah, the, it was a Which... six or seven series thing about that, I probably would have enjoyed the movie a lot more. And I understand But I that. had that expectation... And it was not that. <laughs> well, I, and I get that. And I get that. And it, you're right. It seems like a lot of times, and this has happened, you know this, it has happened so many times that they don't consult people who are actually fans of the series. They just put somebody in who thinks that they're going to put out, yeah. you know. How often? If they had actually taken some taken some time to talk to somebody who actually put together a plot for that, instead of coming out with the two horrible movies that they did, which basically more or less ruined the idea of putting the two characters together or the two I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood has a long, long <laughs> history of blowing that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. not not having no respect for the source material or the fans who were having such high enough, expectations, gonna... like yourself, man, who were walking into it expecting to see something that was better done in the comics. Respect right. enough that we want to make this and make a lot of money, but we don't really care where it. Where well, it came I think from. what happens with those types of movies is, and I mean, there's some exceptions, but I think what happens is somebody comes in and says, "All right, I can make this." And it's a gamble, right? Because it's based off a comic book or it's based off a video game. So, and it's probably changed a little bit here um, in the last, you know, maybe seven, eight, nine years. Yeah, I think it has changed a little bit. But they would get a a no-name director, fill it with relatively no-name folks, and <clears throat> we're just going to load it up with special effects and see where the chips fall after that. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that never works. It rarely works. I think it depends on whether or not you had a good director or a good writer. Yeah, I think the special effects isn't really the issue. I think the issue is... No, it wasn't the special... Right. They just loaded with special effects <laughs> right, trying right. to let oh, the special I see. effects carry I, it. I apologize. I right. know what you're saying now. What you're saying is the special effects take over for what a, which should be a decent plot. Right. I think in that era in particular, you saw a lot of studios which they probably didn't even care. They probably were just... They, got, saw they got the rights. Right, and then got to run with it. And we're going to... Pay some director as little as we can, mm-hmm. and then just throw this thing out there, and it's going to get enough money on just on name recognition only. And I think because it's something what... that people clearly wanted to see. I mean, that, that oh yeah, how many different versions of that idea have been floated since yeah, those no. movies both came out? Right. Is that a fair fight between those two? Well, okay, so depends how you look at it. The way the way the comic was set up was cool. One on one, no, it was not a fair fight. Um, but what it was happening was the alien or the predators were actually using the aliens to populate worlds or areas, and then they would go on safari essentially. So they kind of like a ritual. Yeah, they'd let the uh, they, you know, shoot down alien eggs um, onto a planet, let them infest, and then they would come down and do these great big hunts. You know, having the aliens with all these numbers and just a few predators, and it was a rite of passage and a you know, honor type thing. And, um, and they hint a little bit of that in the movie, but they don't play with they, it as well they as they hint should They a little have. bit, but they made the aliens way smarter than they were supposed to be. And it was, no, it's not supposed to be a one-on-one fight. It's supposed to be a, uh, you know, an overwhelming number, and it's supposed to be a survival one-on-one, thing. it shouldn't be that 
good of a fight because you know the predator can cloak. Right, all that. I mean, like it's the, the acid though that's the big deal. Well, yeah, but like in the movie, the alien knows that its blood is acid, so it's letting itself get cut so it can. It, give me a break. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that. Well, that's just. Uh, mm. But so, I see what you're saying. I like do, any I movie, do see what's your point. I, I do see your point. Like any movie, it's it's sometimes you can suspend disbelief or not. You know, on on the other podcast, you know, Jason had this big thing where he was confronting me as being a hypocrite because uh, <laughs> I was willing to overlook things. In uh, yeah, but that's with any movie. There's sometimes you can go into a movie with the most ridiculous plot and forgive it. And say, you know what, I'm going to yeah, like it. I think and so. there are other times when you'll go into the same type of movie and you'll say, I'm not buying any it's, of this. It's the intangibles, you know. It's it's, it's like, what it's what pulls you in. Yeah, yeah, and that could be something really little. It could be, I mean, it could be, yeah, it can be something big. It could be something just. It could be the way somebody said something in the beginning that just, oh, I really like that character, you know, and then you're yeah. hooked from there. So mm-hmm. all you need is, is one or two things to to latch onto, right? And and maybe some days you're not capable of that. Right, know, I agree with that. Your, your I attitude. agree with that. I, I definitely uh, am not as open minded on some days as I am on others. You know, <laughs> so. Oh, we all though. Yeah, I guess that's just human nature. All right, I think that's gonna <laughs> wrap it. Let's just end that for today. Um, okay. No episode next week. We'll be back in two weeks with an episode, and um, we'll have something new for you. Goodbye for now. See you, everybody. Bye. <laughs>